The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, everyone. Mad Max here, and I want to tell you about D-Gen Gear. What's that? You've already heard me talk about D-Gen Gear? You know about it already? Then shame on you for not buying it yet. You could be draping yourself in near eliteness or covering your own Zeke physique with a shirt made just for you. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, click on the D-Gen Shop icon, buy our gear, keep the lights on around here, and go full D-Gen. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Monday. Max, what's going on? You know, we've been doing the show for a couple of years now. I believe this is our third NFL season that we've covered, and usually about halfway through, about eight games in, you know, we, we were confident in knowing who the teams are we are now 13 games into this uh season and i know jack all about any of these fucking teams i I, uh, who fucking knows anymore it's it's really insane week to week and i think it's just a matchup thing like i don't i don't know if there's good or bad teams i think there's just good and bad matchups that's what i'm kind of like locking in on right now i like that ding 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 what's going on panther you know, I actually felt really good going into this past Sunday. I went four and three. I'm going to beat up on two teams who rightfully deserve it. And then the third, I mean, we were doomed, right? The KOD lives again. And it's not because the Chiefs played all that well. So I'll probably end up beating up on them too. Okay. Well, Max, America wants to hear your touchdown. Oh, yeah. Let's start off with point number one. It's called winless no more. The Detroit Lions got their first win of the season, (laughs) beating division rival Minnesota in the process. Detroit won the game 29-27 with a last-second touchdown from one Jared Goff. I'm I'm not going to lie, guys. Like I think this is probably Goff's best career moment. I'm not even fucking kidding. I think this is his greatest achievement as as a quarterback in this league and yeah 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 losing the fucking tom brady in the super bowl might be up there or you know if if it's not this it's probably that epic game against the chiefs but this is up there and let's not forget that this is his first ever career win that wasn't coached by sean mcveigh so crazy wow uh for, for for the vikings though man they're five and seven star wide receiver adam Thielen. he left the game with an ankle injury the prognosis does not look so good for him uh already without dalvin mm. cook who's banged up Mike Zimmer might not make it through the season. I'm, I'm surprised he was not fired right after this game, right, Panther? Yeah. Dude, I, I'm, I'm still waiting for some breaking news to come across my phone. This is it shouldn't take this long. NFL yeah. memes already had one in the chamber. It's on the screen right now. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Alerted me to this one. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> 
It's a good one. Uh, point number two, Lamar's missed deuce. Uh, Lamar Jackson, of course, made news with a mid-game deuce dropping the season, but now he's dealing with a missed deuce that resulted in a loss to division rival Pittsburgh yesterday uh, after hitting Sammy Watkins with a touchdown with uh, 12 seconds left. Lamar Jackson failed on a two-point conversion, slightly slightly overthrowing Mark Andrews. Uh, yeah, he's being ru- rushed by T.J. Watt there. I, th- I still think Andrews probably should have caught it. And I don't actually hate the call. I Going for the win is awesome. I'm, I'm not going to second-guess it just because it failed. Like, I think a lot of people are like, oh, why go for two? You could have tied it. I, was like, I fucking like that play. Uh, if, it, if it goes off well and everyone's fucking cheering him, right? Uh, but the fact is now, now they're, you know, the, the fact that they were even in that position to have to tie it up like that or go for the win, I think speaks volumes to what we've been saying about having lack of faith in this team. They're still eight and four. And with the loss by the Bengals this week, they still have that lone top spot in the AFC North. But man, this is just a team that just doesn't scare me at all to make a Super Bowl run. Uh, point number three, we'll call this Jimmy G missed the three. So I went from two to three, um, you know, Lamar missing that two points. Well, Jimmy G came three short, uh, three yards short of tying up with Seattle yesterday. Niners lost that game 30 to 23. Seahawks were on the verge of closing it out when a fumble at the two yard line gave the Niners a chance. And listen, then Jimmy G fucking marched 95 yards up the field, but still he was three short to get that tying uh, TD division dogs. We talked about that three and three on the day. So, Uh, I think that emphasizes the point of how tough these division games can be. Point number four, quote-unquote, Sam Darnold had a good day. If you listened to the Sunday show, you would have heard Panther accidentally call Matt Stafford by the name Sam Darnold. Mm. I have mistakenly called him Sam Bradford. I have mistakenly called him Jared Goff. Because all these fucking guys have the same names. And you know what? They can all produce real stinkers at times. Well, this version of Darnold actually showed up this week. He threw for 295 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, no pick sixes. Very good. And yes, it was against the fucking Jaguars. We know. But this is this Rams team didn't let up. Remember the Panthers criticism of them against the Texans is like, how do you let the Texans like come back in that game? Well, they they put the foot on the fucking jugular and kept it there. They needed the win. They got the win. And when they were up 30, they still went for another touchdown. Stafford hitting OBJ for the second straight week. Uh, Sonny Michelle, he had a nice week. He, he uh, filled in uh, running back. Cooper Cup once again led the way in the air. Rams improved to 8-4 and four this year. And now they're heading to Arizona for Monday night next week. So uh, that's, that's an important measuring stick game. But, hey, this is one they had to win, and they won it. Point number five, a gardener in the Garden State. I don't know if you guys saw this, but Gardner Minshew threw for 242 yards, two touchdowns as the Eagles bounced back from a loss in New Jersey last week to get a win in New Jersey this week. Miles Sanders also chipped in, running for 120 yards as the Eagles beat the Jets 33-18. to And with that win and the Vikings lost, the Eagles are pretty much right there in the playoff hunt. They're going to try to leapfrog the Niners and the football club to get that sixth seed in the playoffs. Uh, speaking of the football club, listen, they, they kicked, kicked a game-winning field goal, took down the Raiders in Las Vegas yesterday, and... If you look at the remaining games in the NFC East, it's crazy. Uh, the Washington plays the Eagles two more times, the Cowboys twice, and then they close out the season with the Giants and the Eagles after this bye, which you know hopefully gets Jalen Hurts healthy enough to play. Uh, they have a bunch of divisional games too, so it should be fun to watch. But hey, the way that Minshew played yesterday, do we have another Nick Foles situation? Possibly. Yeah, could that be it? Point number six, hail to the Chiefs. I said on the Saturday show, if Kansas City won and covered this one, I'd start taking them more seriously. Well, guess what? They won and covered, and I still can't take them seriously. <laughs> I, 
I mean, come on. 184 yards from Mahomes, uh, no touchdowns, and interse- another interception, man. It's just it's hard to get inspired by this team. Now, granted, their defense has been playing extremely well. Yesterday was one of Spag's probably best play, you know, game plans uh, of his career in the Chiefs, right? I mean, he fucking went at it yesterday. But I've been hammering on Green Bay for a lackluster offense and elite defense all season, and I just can't ignore this about Kansas City as well. Chiefs have won five games in a row, holding each opponent to under 20 points each time. Uh, they've just scored over 30 points once in that time span. So, you know, maybe the expectations of Mahomes' career were just set impossibly high, and then the contract was executed in that fashion as well, and saying, hey, this is the version of Mahomes that we have in mind. But the version we have right now is, I mean, I'd say he's probably good enough to win a Super Bowl, but I'm not sure if I would bet on that. Extra point here, Ben, nice knowing you. It was announced over the weekend that Big Ben will retire at the end of the season. Uh, I guess it makes sense. Listen, he's, he's declined this season. And despite changing his body type, getting into better, better physical condition this year, he's just not there anymore. Uh, you know, after the game, he did avoid discussing the retirement thing. And even Tomlin was his typical stoic self when responding to the report. But it, it does seem like Ben's calling it a career. Now, he had a good enough game yesterday and, you know, they won uh, they beat the Ravens and the Steelers are still technically have an outside chance of making the playoffs here, but more than likely he's going to end his career without making the playoffs. And if you got to look at this three year drop off for him in 2018, he threw for over 5,000 yards, a career high, 34 touchdowns. That's 2018. Since then he had that injured shortened season in 2019, which I think he just never recovered from. He had the COVID plague to 2020 and now this up and down season. Ben is a two time Super Bowl winner a six-time Pro Bowler, and he is now currently sixth on the all-time passing yards list. And if you look at the top 10 players on that passing yards list, he's more than likely a guarantee for the Hall of Fame. So as Ben walks off into Canton, you have to wonder who's going to take his place in Pittsburgh because recency says replacing a legend has not gone well for a lot of teams. New York, right now, Daniel Jones is a bust. Andrew Luck, he quit. James Winston, Taysom Hill, that, that hasn't been lights out. I think the only exception right now is what's happening in New England. So, Ben, listen, enjoy your final games and maybe, you know, avoid any celebrity golf tournaments in Tahoe from now on. Mm. That is Max's weekly touchdown. All right, Panther, what did you see over the weekend? Well, we're going to start right where I've been beating my drum since the preseason. The horrible play by the Vikings defense and the overall mediocre results by a team that's loaded with way too much talent means it's time for the Vikings to start over. The Lions had 400 yards of offense. I don't think they've had 400 yards all season. Uh, I'm beyond excuses and patience. Zimmer has to go. There's just I'm done. Done with Minnesota. Number two, the Colts dominated over another overmatched opponent. Jonathan Taylor continues to destroy opposing defenses. But after an upcoming bye week, the Colts are going to face the Patriots and the Cardinals back-to-back. I believe these two games would define the rest of the Colts' season. I, I'm with Max. I know Max loves the Colts. I love the Colts, but um, they, they're going to have to win these games uh, to to get in the playoffs. And I think if they can get in the playoffs, I like this Colts team. They were they were absolutely d- dominant yesterday. Was very impressed. Uh, number three, the lack of leadership continues to show its face in Las Vegas. This is a talented team as well, but without a true voice to steer the ship, the Raiders are just floating at sea without a sail or any oars. Their remaining games are against Kansas City, Cleveland, Detroit, Indianapolis, and the Chargers. I don't know if they win any of those games. I, I think their season might be over, and uh, they're gonna. It'd be interesting to see who the head coach is going to be. 
Um, but they, they've got to find some leadership there because right now they're just – there's nobody steering the ship. Number four, congrats to Von Miller and Odell for finally getting a win in a Rams uniform. You know, this was a get-correct game, and Jacksonville put up no resistance whatsoever. But the Rams were able to get back to the running game. As Max mentioned, Sonny Michelle uh, had a great game. And the, the defense stifled the Jags' offense the entire game. Maybe this will be the game that springboards the Rams back into that, you know, really good team, really legit contender. We all think they are. They have that little bad slide. I guess we're going to have a bad slide, have it in the middle of the season. Um, so maybe this is their get correct game and uh, we'll see how they perform moving forward. Number five, I'm going to disagree with Max. Like my, my, my first sentence right here is what the fuck is John Harbaugh thinking? I'm watching this game. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting at a bar. I'm at the casino watching this game, and I see them going for two, and I'm like, what the fuck are you thinking? Then I, I read his excuse this morning. Steelers' defensive backs were injured. I'll, I'll buy that excuse if you've got 20 or 30 or 40 yards to play with, but this is a two-point conversion. You're the number one seed in the AFC. I disagree. I'm kicking the point after and going to overtime. We'll flip the coin, take our chances. Pittsburgh has not been that good all season. Um, and, and one of the other things I think he didn't mention this, but I think, and Max did the, the Bengals losing earlier in the day, maybe that gave him a game to play with. Maybe he thought he could take his shot because if they lose, there's still a game up on the Bengals, but I disagreed with that play. Um, so now we already don't trust the Ravens. Now I don't trust the coaching <laughs> Bad combination. Uh, number six for me. Even after a bye week, the Chiefs' offense was absolutely putrid. 267 yards of offense. And, you know, it, it doesn't matter how good the defense is, but even in this situation, if you break it down, I watched that game. The defense wasn't great. They gave up 400 yards of offense to the Broncos. Williams was destroying that Chiefs defense. When he would get through that front line, he was taking linebackers with him. This dude ran with some increased intensity. The saving grace for the Chiefs was Teddy Bridgewater was all over the place, threw an incredibly bad pick six. I mean, literally right to the guy. Didn't even see a Bronco jersey in the picture. I talked to Saxy before the show. He was asking me about the Broncos on Sunday, and I said, you got to give Fangino and Bridgewater a chance but man after this game Bridgewater might just m mailed it in for himself uh, for not being the quarterback of the future here those are Panthers takeaways for week 13 yeah it, it's hard to give the Chiefs a lot of credit when the it just looked like it was more like the Broncos just peeing down their legs I don't know yeah was, I don't know what was worse seeing the Broncos pee down their legs or watching uh, all those shots of John Elway just spitting his chew into his cup <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah. What, what do you think, Arch? I mean, it's, it's, uh, they're winning. Like, I mean, they're winning games. Yeah, they are winning games. Um, it doesn't feel. It just doesn't feel like this is a team you should be that scared of, though. You can really limit how much this offense can do. I mean, Mahomes was, according to QBR, the twelfth ranked quarterback, and he actually had negative point expectations every time he threw the ball. Yeah, I mean, the, the whole, it's the burden of that contract too, man. Like, I mean, that's that's just got to be weighing so much, you know, because you pay him as if he's going to be the greatest quarterback of all time, and now he's he's Alex Smith, which, which isn't bad. No, Listen, I, I, would, I, yeah. I, I I like Alex Smith, you know, <laughs> but I mean, you're not going to pay Alex Smith the the highest amount for any quarterback in the league. Yeah. Can I, I want to play devil's advocate with Mahomes here. I'm a huge Mahomes fan. I, I love the guy. But th for me, the biggest change for him has been um, 
the engagement. I don't think they're married yet, but the engagement and, and then the child. And I think there might be some other things, other life more important things than football going on his head and then he's just not as focused um we, we've seen this before i remember verlander when he was detroit um with upton and that really fucked with his head and um we, we've seen some of the, the home life can sometimes distract i'm not saying there's anything negative going on but he just seems very distracted on the field and i'm wondering if those factors could be possibly playing uh, any role that might be playing a factor but i think a bigger factor maybe in mahomes's head is what happened? I'm not doing anything differently. What happened? It's not working anymore. The magic's not there. Game film. I, 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 that, I understand that, 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 but in Mahomes' it, head. No, no I, think, I think that that's part of it is, is the game film. But in, yeah, to Arj's point is I think there there was this luck factor. Yes, there on, was. On Mahomes' side, his whole career. Like every like crazy play that he did just seemed to always work. I mean, we talked about it all the time. It's like, oh my God, he threw the sidearm fucking spin around fucking play and it was caught for, you know, Tyree Kill for an 80-yard touchdown. Like we used to talk about that shit all the time. Well, luck wears off. Like everything kind of, you know, Panther, I was listening to, you know, your Baccarat thing yesterday, right? And say, over the course of fucking time, it balances out. Yeah. So he was overly lucky for the first part of his career. Now I think just all those lucky plays aren't happening anymore. I'm not seeing him take as many risks, though. You know, those luck things that he did, the gunslinger mentality, I feel like Andy Reid, you know, they've pulled him back a little bit. They don't want him running out of the pocket. They don't want him taking those chances. And I, I just don't feel like we're seeing the same quarterback out there. Mm. Well, and I, we saw something I never thought I'd see. Kristen Al getting on Mahomes' case. Why why did you make this a three quarter like a three quarter sidearm throw as opposed to just throwing it normally? It seems like you're adding degrees of difficulty to throws that shouldn't be difficult. Right. Absolutely. Like, wow. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. I never thought we'd see that. <laughs> I, I will say this. I whatever is going on with Mahomes is fixable. Yeah. This isn't we're not seeing a completely different quarterback. We're just seeing somebody that's either lacking confidence or something between his ears is going on or the coaching is pulling him back. But everything going on with Mahomes is fixable. I think they just need to cut the kid loose and just let Pat be Pat. Sorry, mom. Oh, there you go. That's, that's, that's the recipe working for Russell Wilson. And by the way, I would I would ruin my life, ruin my career for Kate Upton. For, for Mahomes' wife, eh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I do got to say this, too, before we go, go to commercial break, is ever since I said I believe in spags, he has been doing a hell of a fucking Yes, he job. has. <laughs> he must have heard the show. <laughs> he got He's gotten correct, right. so that's for sure. But that's, that's Spags in a nutshell. His defenses always seem to get better as time goes on. All right. Well, let's take a breather. Yeah, let's talk about Odds Jam. Developed by Stanford Engineers, Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify odds that make you the winner every single time. They have the fastest real-time data. Spots discrepancies between different sports books. Helps users place risk Free bets, profits average 3% every day, which adds up to big earnings. There is no catch, just the smartest betting software on the market. Use the link in the description to sign up for Odds Jam and beat the book every time. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, Monday Night Football. Yeah, listen, I mean, you know, um, Patriots currently sitting atop the AFC East right now. In fact, you know, currently sitting atop the whole AFC at the moment uh, because of tiebreakers and all that stuff. But a loss to Buffalo tonight would change all of that. We know that. And we certainly know that the Bills know that. They're looking up for, uh, you know, they had that one season reprieve where it's like, oh, well, look at us. We're the fucking alphas in the AFC East. Well, you know, (laughs) just settle down there, Buffalo. It's okay, (laughs) you know. Bills Mafia throw some people through tables. Just calm down there. Um, I just, I, you know, the Bills. We know they have the defense, right? We think they have the defense. Their defense is one one of the better ones in the league. Offense, I could say they're pretty good, but it's hard to ignore a nine to six loss to Jacksonville. It's hard to ignore a forty one to fifteen loss to the Colts, and the Patriots are just rolling right now. They have won six games in a row. They're beating teams by double digits. Their defense, their defense, I'd say, is arguably the best in the league right now. They've gone three games in a row without letting their opponents score in the second half of the game. That's fucking scary. Now, I, I'm, I ran my numbers. I have Buffalo sneaking out a win here. I don't have them covering it, though. I think this is going to be a close one. And if I, the way, you know, Vegas has been tempting us for a month and a half now is to say, okay, here's, you know, bet, bet against New England, you know, uh, I keep waiting for the fucking floor to drop out. Maybe tonight's the night, but I'm going to jump into it anyway. $50 bet on the Patriots. Yeah, you talked about that Patriot defense. They've given up a grand total of 26 points total in their last four games. Uh, This Patriots defense is playing incredibly well, and we can't ignore what Belichick has done with Mac Jones. He started off really slow, very um, you know, injured Brady-esque, if you will, just the dump offs, the running backs and real quick slants, nothing elaborate. Now, you know, half a season under his belt and the kid's in control of his offense. Um, he's getting the ball down the field. He's making tight throws. I, I like what I'm seeing out of Mac Jones. We thought he was uh, probably the best quarterback coming out of this past draft and uh, he landed in the perfect spot and it looks like it's working out perfectly. Uh, I've got the Patriots winning this game. What is throwing me off, much like I was comparing the San Francisco-Seattle game yesterday, it just seemed off to me, is this line. I don't know why Buffalo is the favorite. I think Vegas is kind of begging you to take New England. So I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to put 25 bucks on the Buffalo Bills. So you like New England to win, but you're taking the Bills minus the points. 
Yep, because okay. I think Vegas Vegas wants me to take Buffalo. <sighs> I've been playing that. I've been playing that fucking. <laughs> Vegas is playing chess. I'm playing checkers in this matchup with uh, with New England. Max is not wrong. They've been they've been messing with you, daring you to take New England all these all these weeks, and I've been getting burned every single time. I'm gonna lean the Patriots here. I I'm just not gonna bet this one. This looks to be really close. Yeah, no, incredibly, incredibly, and then I'm, jeez, man, if the Patriots do end up winning this one, for fuck's sake, <laughs> it's not even fair. It's not even fair. We get uh, one year without them winning. <laughs> That's it. Iceberg wants the Pats plus three. Can't argue. Right. Can't argue. I'll, I'll take the three. I'll yeah. take the three. All right, NBA. NBA. I only got a couple of games on the NBA. Let's start off this Memphis at Miami game. You know, the first thing I had to do is go through line by line on my spreadsheet and remove that fucking ah. any statistical data about that OKC game. That's the first thing I had to do today. And then I ran my numbers and I still have the fucking goddamn Grizzlies winning this one. Hmm. Uh, Heat continue to be without Bam out of Bayou. That's a huge blow. And rumor has it, Panther, I mean, you, you're the guy. You might know this. Jimmy Butler should be back today. He's listed as questionable, but he should be back. He's listed as questionable. He should be back. Um, game time decision. Yeah, the remarkable thing here is, of course, the Grizzlies have been getting things done without John Morant out there. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. has really kind of stepped up, taking over that alpha role, and they've just got a lot of good role players in there. You know, If Jimmy comes back tonight, I'm, maybe Miami pulls off the win, but I think the value is still on Memphis here. A $10 money line bet on the Grizzlies. Yeah, you you look at Miami and they've been banged up. They've been missing Bam and Butler here for the last few games. They've lost three of their last four um, and actually in pretty convincing fashion as well. The, the one win they did get was at the Pacers, who just aren't very good right now. I, I'm in complete agreement. The Grizzlies are actually pretty deep at guard. So even when they do lose Jay Morant, get guys like Tyus Jones and, and uh Milton and Bain and those guys stepping up and um, the guard plays doesn't miss a beat. So I'm in agreement here and I'm, I'm actually getting points, right? Getting uh, five, five points. Yeah. I'll, I'll take the five and put 10 bucks on the grizzle. All right. I'm uh, money lining Memphis as well. Plus 175. So, I don't know if that's a true kiss of death. Max has been uh, it's, it's, very it's semantical. A, it's a, very, it's a Cleveland yeah. kiss of death from like last week. Yeah, where you know, it, it, Max is political on this. If, if we miss it, it wasn't a true kiss of death. But if we hit it, the KOD's dead. We nailed it. We buried it. It's all good. So right. we got. <laughs> that's where we are with the KOD. All right. Well, I, we just need I the Grizzlies it. to not you know play like the Broncos. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, listen, uh, Cavaliers at Bucks. Uh, that's that's the other one I want to touch about right now. Uh, Cleveland lost a very very close game yesterday to Utah by one point, and now they got to turn around, head to Milwaukee, play a Bucks team that has won four or five games. Uh, Giannis continues to be a question mark in that lineup. Is dealing with some injuries, though the expectation is that he will end up playing today. Uh, Cleveland, though, man, I just, on a night to night basis, they continue to impress. And, and you know, it's not like they're just beating up the bad teams. They are getting quality wins. They are eight and four on the road this year. I think this is a team you have to worry about. I have the Bucks winning this game by a point. So the value is definitely on the Cavs here on the money line. Ten dollar bet on Cleveland. You know, I think one of the things that's actually helped Cleveland is they they don't have any 
uh, questions at point guard anymore. You kind of had to really figure out if it was going to be Sexton, if it was going to be Garland or who the guy was. But now with Sexton out for the season, Garland's the guy. And um, it's it's actually played out pretty well for them. I still love Cleveland's bigs. They match up very, very well against teams. You know, look, they went, they went toe-to-toe with Utah and Rudy Gobert, who had 20 boards and only lost that game by one point. The Bucks essentially have Giannis and Bobby Portis. Brooke Lopez is having back surgery, so I'm not even sure if he'll make it back this year. Uh, I think the Cavaliers can hang. I don't necessarily have them winning, but seven points, as long as Vegas is going to keep giving me a touchdown with these Cavs, I'm inclined to keep taking it. I'll put 10 bucks on the Cavs plus the seven. All right, got you. And I'm going to lean in the Cavs in this one. I just couldn't, couldn't make it work, so just, just a lean for me this way. Plus 250 you're getting on the Cavs. Not bad. I, I know. Yeah, listen, I... I it, uh... I think they've got. I've, I, they've, I think they've got a better chance than that to of mm-hmm, winning this mm-hmm. one. I just. I love how uh, the Cavs bigs play, and I think they can frustrate uh, Giannis there. So, um, yeah, I think it's worth a shot. That's it for me, Panther. What else you got? I just got one more. Let's take a look at the 76ers going to Charlotte. Charlotte's still dealing with some COVID protocols. No Lamelo Ball. No Terry Rozier. No Mason Plumlee. No Jalen McDaniels. And yet they still beat the Hawks and put up 130 last night. Now they come home, take on a Philadelphia 76ers team that I know nobody really trusts or likes. Uh, T- Tobias Harris still listed day-to-day, questionable. Um, but without a true point guard, I can't get behind a 76er team, especially laying seven points. Maybe the Sixers win. Maybe they don't. But I think Charlotte keeps it within a touchdown. I'll put 10 bucks on the Hornets. Yeah, this this is one that I, I really wanted to bet as well, and then I, I saw those injuries, and and you know, I, I had written bet, and then I kind of crossed it off here. So, uh, moral support here. I'm going to lean the Bobcat Hornets. Yeah, same boat. I'm leaning the Hornets here in this one, but uh, yeah, I don't have a play. That was all of my NBA. All right, I'm going to go look at one more game here. Nuggets are going to Chicago. Uh, Chicago's minus four and a half at home. Seems to be getting a little bit better for them. I, I kind of like Denver here to pull this straight up upset. So I'm going to put 10 bucks on the Nuggets and I'm going to find that best money line I can find. Yeah, I mean, I have Chicago winning, but it's, it's, it's a close one for me. So same thing at the, you know, uh, that, that plus line for, for the money line. I, I do think that there's probably some value. 166. Um, yeah, I, I think that there's a little bit of value there. So I'm going to lean Denver with you. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a pretty good play and you never know listen every so often like Jokic pulls out this fucking masterpiece of a game and beats like the better teams single-handedly so this could be one of those yeah i i gave this game a look i, I really wanted to jump on the nuggets i just don't trust this team right now they need jamal murray back so bad um you know there's so much on Jokic's shoulders here to you know go out and perform put up triple doubles almost every single game the bulls you know they got the four you know big players, the all-stars there with DeRozan's playing well, Ball's playing well, Vooch has been a monster, and, you know, their go-to is Zach Levine has been the ultimate scorer. So I like the Bulls. I just didn't have them quite covering the four and a half, so I'll just lean the Bulls here. That's it for me. I'm also going to keep an eye throughout the day on this uh, Thunder Pistons line. <laughs> After the Thunder game uh, where they got annihilated, I kind of wanted to see where this goes. If this grows to like 6-7, something like that, I think there's a play on the Thunder. Uh, let's see. Hockey. Head, heads to NHL. Yeah, I got I got one game in the NHL. Uh, let's talk about this Anaheim Ducks game in the Washington Capitals. Listen, uh, you know, Washington has been pretty sensational at home this season. 
but I think the value is on the Ducks. Uh, when they last played, Anaheim snuck out an overtime win, and I think it could be a close one once again. I ran my numbers, and then this was this was pretty close. So with this plus line here, it's it's a fucking no brainer to me. Um, Ducks, good offense, uh, pretty good defense as well. Now, granted, they haven't been playing their best hockey as of late, but still, if this is a close one, how do you ignore this? For Washington, you know what their MO is. It's it's, uh, turning back the clock on fucking Alex Ovechkin. He he, he just turned 36, and he looks like he's he's in his mid-20s right now, you know. Um, signed that five-year deal and everyone's like what are you doing you can't have Ovechkin playing until he's 41 as well the way he's playing right now I mean you could probably it's Tom Brady out there he could be playing until he's 50 Uh, he's looking to uh, chase down Wayne Gretzky's all-time goal scoring record and I think he probably gets a step closer today but I don't think the Caps win this one so $10 bet on Anaheim God I know that name Ovechkin I thought he's been in the league so long I thought he was playing with like Eric Lindros he might have um, been he might have been man <laughs> yeah I dude I looked at this game I, I almost wrote it down I was in complete agreement Anaheim but I'm looking at the numbers I'm looking at the recency and I was like you know no value in betting a losing game I think Washington wins this game I, I couldn't pull the trigger uh, trigger so tons of moral support I just couldn't do it yeah, it's a close one. I think you're probably catching value, but man, this is, this is tight, Max. Really tight. Yep. That's it for me. Panther, what you got? Uh, let's take a look at the Avalanche going to Philadelphia, take on a Flyer team that just can't score to save their lives. One goal, one goal, two goal, three goal, one goal. They're just they're getting annihilated. Um, and they've been playing the better teams too, right? You got Tampa Bay and the Rangers and Carolina and Florida. Now they take on another better team, Colorado Avalanche, who's been, you know, putting up some goals, five, four, three, six. They're, they're scoring. Uh, so I think Colorado goes in here and takes care of business. I'll put 10 bucks on the Avalanche. You know what gives me pause here? This two things really is what I mean. The Flyers are eventually going to win a fucking game. <laughs> you know they, they, they're in such a losing streak that it's going to break at some point. And then I just hate the fact that this is the fourth road game in a row for the Avalanche. It's going to wear on them. Uh, it's just it seems like this could be a possible upset game. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean Colorado with you. I do have them winning. I just. I wanted to bet this one, and then just like when I saw it, I was like, man, four four road games in a row. It just eh, gave me a bit of a pause. Yeah, I mean, I'll lean Colorado. I think that minus one fifty actually might be a little too high, just just a touch. So lean for Colorado. Right, one more for me. Let's take a look at the Los Angeles Kings going to take on Vancouver. You know, for about the last week and a half, all the Kings are doing is playing Canadian teams. Uh, they lost to Calgary, lost to uh, Anaheim, who's not Canadian necessarily, Toronto. Uh, they beat Edmonton, though. So it, the Kings, they're right there. But the Canucks, this is a team that I just don't like, don't trust. Three and seven and one at home. Um, the Kings, I think, can go in there. There, there was enough value here, I guess, for me to take L.A. on a, what I think is a 50-50 play. So I'll put $10 on Los Angeles. I love LA here. My problem is they just played yesterday. I don't like them quite in the back to back. You don't know who's going to be in goal. You don't know, you know, what personnel are going to be available to them. But uh, it's funny too. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm on both. I was on both of the games that you're betting today. I wrote bet and I like erased them and, and put lean in at the last minute. So uh, maybe you'll be on the right side of this because uh, I backed out. I'll, I'll lean on the Kings here. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on the Kings. I think they should win. But Max's point about the back to back can't be ignored. Uh, yep. Okay. Uh, those are the only two hockey games I have. All right. We had a comment about hockey. Let's see here. 
Gerardo wants to know, are the Stars the most likely team to win today on the ice? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, I think the, the minus 300 is probably, you probably go a little bit harder on that. <laughs> 325, 350, something like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think so. I mean, I think we're fading the Coyotes for a long time. They, they're just not very good. They, they, the one win that they got, um, what a week ago was a one to nothing win. So this is a team that really can't score. But who's really laying three hundred or three thirty on Dallas? Iceberg's playing with Seattle he again. Loves those. Yeah. He loves those. Yeah, he loves that. Yeah. Seattle. I, I, it's not a terrible play. I'm going to lean Pittsburgh here, but I, I got that as a pretty fucking close yeah. game. Yeah, I had that post game. I, I couldn't get to a side. <laughs> I just don't trust Seattle. Plus thirteen hundred money line tonight on, uh, on Golden State. Or I imagine against Golden State. All right, uh, and I like Orlando plus fifteen. Iceberg says, "Well, okay, good." All right, so we talked about football. We talked about basketball. We talked about hockey. Panther gave us a little geography lesson. Anaheim is not in Canada. Max, that's it. That is it. Download the DJ's app for Android or iOS and listen to anything about our picks here. Picks anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute, no matter where you listen to. Please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. Well, I was just doing the Canadians a favor. I imagine they don't want anybody from the state of California. But <laughs> uh, let's try and get out of here with a Panther parlay. Uh, I, me and Max agree. We're going to take those Buffalo Bills, the Charlotte Hornets, and the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'll we'll put those oh, three boy. together. That's going to be the uh, Panther parlay. You guys can hang out with us on Facebook, Twitter, wherever. Just give us a shout out. We'll shoot right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're going to do today when it's all said, done, kids. It's all make some money, fools. I didn't agree with you on the Bills. I love Max's Bills play. <laughs> oh, I thought you were on the Bills. No, no, I said the Bills are going to win, but I bet the Patriots. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.